Good morning. It's Saturday, April the 4th. We're reading through the Old Testament in Judges and in the Gospel of Luke. And our reading for today in the Old Testament is Judges uh, chapters 12 through 14. Uh, we see Jephthah, which we met last time with that ridiculous uh, and tragic vow. Uh, today we see his problem with Ephraim and uh, the men of Gilead are weeded out from the Ephraimites with the word shibboleth, if that's ever made it into your vocabulary. That's the word that they couldn't, the Ephraimites could not pronounce properly. Uh, we don't often think of that, but just even the uh, accent of that area, they were able to uh, know that they couldn't say the word shibboleth, which was interesting. So anyway, Samson is born in the middle of all of this. In chapter 13, we have the story of the angel of the Lord coming. Very interesting story as Samson's birth is announced. And we're going to see in the next few chapters as the focus remains on Samson, that his strength was miraculous. And so if you picture him as, you know, some big bodybuilder, that's not how you should view him because it was an amazing thing that he had this strength, not that he looked like he had this strength, and then he demonstrated that strength. So um, sometimes our childhood visions of Samson are a little bit off. Uh, our New Testament reading is from Luke chapter 9. It is a great section, one of the best sections, I think, in the Gospel of Luke right there where we get the uh, def definitions of true greatness. We see um, this fantastic uh, reminder that a lot of people that want to say yes to Jesus don't have the right kind of uh, penitent faith that we need to have to follow the Lord, uh, the kind of faith that is ready to, as he says in chapter 14, verse 33, to give up all that we have, which is a mindset of being ready to do whatever the Lord says. When we recognize his lordship, we put our faith in him, and we have three would-be disciples there in uh, verses 57 through 62. All of them say yes to Jesus in one way or another. Some volunteer to say yes, and Jesus weeds each of them out. Those last six verses, some of those powerful verses, I think, in the Gospel of Luke. So that's our reading, Judges chapters 12 through 14, and then uh, in Luke chapter 9, the second half of the chapter. Our one another for the day that I want you to concentrate on today is found in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 11, when it says we should uh, encourage one another, which we've had, but here's our word now in the second part of this verse, in verse 11, and to build one another up. That's an interesting phrase, um, to build one another up. That word build is a word that Maybe you grew up with older English translations where in several places where this Greek word shows up, it's translated to edify or edification. If you've been around the church, you've heard that word uh, throughout your life, I'm sure, your childhood, edification. We don't use it much anymore, but uh, we do use the word, I suppose, in certain contexts, edifice. It means a building. And uh, to edify is the verb to build up, uh, to fortify, to strengthen, like you're building uh, a, a building. And certainly in Ephesians chapter 2, we get the picture of Christ being the foundation, the apostles and prophets being that, uh, you know, fountain building pad. And Jesus is the cornerstone. And then we are bricks that are built into that building. And so the church itself is built up when each person comes to the place of repentance and faith. But that's not the context here. In 1 Thessalonians 5.11, we are to do things that will fortify and strengthen people. I just went through the New Testament looking at that word and how it's used, like in Romans chapter 15. Uh, it says that when we do things to please people, assuming, of course, that it's biblical and allowed, we are able to build them up to please them instead of ourselves. Ephesians 4.29 says words are the avenue, at least one of the avenues, through which I can build people up. Um, 
1 Corinthians 14, 26. It talks about a song. Uh, bringing a, a song can build someone up or a lesson is it's translated there, giving them some kind of, of, of word that uh, you know, teaches them something biblical. And 1 Corinthians 8 uh, talks about the fact that the ultimate motivation for all building up is love. Remember that passage, it says, knowledge can puff up, it can make someone proud if it's just by itself, but love, it builds up. There's our word uh, translated here to, to build up, translated edification in some of the older translations. So today, make a thoughtful decision in your life to build someone up, whether it's with a song or a word or something you do to please them. Uh, as you try to love them in very practical ways to build them up, fortify their lives.